Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now, consider yourself the listener properly advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Casual Swinger. My name's Mickey. And I'm Mallory. Oh, see, you get to sing it this time. I do. I have a little flourish. Mm, because little sexy ass sitting over there <laughs> in your leather chair. I'm trying. I'm trying. I know it's a little chaotic right now. Um, we're hours away for leaving for Jamaica, so... Literally hours. Literally hours. why we're recording this fucker now, because this thing's not actually going to come out for, what, at least a week? Uh, yes, correct. A week from this Sunday and that's the day we're coming home. So by the time everyone's listening to this, we'll either be on a plane on the way back or just fucking exhausted. I, I don't think anyone understands like in our vanilla life, why we come back from vacation so tired. No, they don't. (laughs) And it's like one of those unwritten rules of podcasting, right? Don't podcast hungover or tired from vacation because it just won't go well. No, no, I'm a little cranky in those predicaments. Yeah. I don't translate well. I don't think I translate well at all when I'm like that, especially when I'm just craving more rum cream and more midnight pizza and more naked friends. I'm going to go out to the pool and I'm going to be like, where are all my naked friends? Yeah. Well, secret time. I struggle with the English language in general when I'm completely sober and on my game. (laughs) So, yeah. But, you know, right about this time that people are listening to this, a bunch of our friends are going to be at Hedo (gasps) and we won't be there with them. That's true. So we have a week in between where we leave Mm -hmm. and then our friends get there and we just wrapped up. I finished writing out the, the scavenger hunt for them. And I'm really excited. It's cute, silly, fun, sexy. This is going to be so much fun. And you did such a good job writing these out. These oh, clues thank are, you. I'm sort of God. Like, I think you fucked Dr. Seuss in a past life. <laughs> I think they're going to, they're going to be like this. This girl's a dork. I, th- I think they're going to love it. I think it's going to get them to really get out there and get like the best of what Hito has to offer and find some of those real landmarks around Hito that yeah, really inspire. Yeah. I mean, they're based on some of the iconic things, right? When your first couple of trips that you notice, or if you're part of like some of the um, groups as you're pre-gaming to go, you, you see these pictures or other things. I don't want to give out too much. Yeah. But you don't want to tell them where to find the shit now, right? Because they'll listen. Right. And then, you know, but we wanted to put our twist on it. So there's a little caveat. Yeah. I just think it's going to be really neat. And we're looking forward to obviously going to Hedo with Rachel's Rascals, uh, which is the group we typically go down there and travel with uh, because they're family to us. So and, they, they really are. Yeah. There's this graduation that happened. You know, we became fast friends. Um, they're wonderful folk and the people they surround themselves with and travel with are in the same even if they're not lifestyle they're lifestyle friendly and it's one of those environments you can just truly be yourself and everyone embraces you for it 
Well, and we just found out last night, we only have three rooms left for our November trip. How is that possible? Because we have sold the shit out of these rooms. Everybody wants to go with us in November. So we're actually traveling with Rachel's Rascals in November, and we're traveling down with our friends, Dirty Perv Week. So uh, that's iOS Connections, and we've been friends with those guys for a long time. God, what a fucking party. I I think that's going to be the biggest party we've ever seen in our lives between both of them because, I mean, we know that, you know, iOS Connections, Dirty Pervs, they're one hell of a party and we've always bumped up against them but we've never had the opportunity to have two full trips on property at the same time during the same week yeah and we want to do everything we can to support those guys and they have a great week they do amazing things for their folks so i really love the idea of putting the great people of the rascals and the party animals and great people from ios in the same place i think it's going to be nuts but yeah you might actually have to book with dirty perf week to get there with us in november at this point <laughs> we booked all our damn rooms well there's still time if anyone wants to go just hit us up at travel with us if you have questions or want to inquire um i think 2021 is going to be enormous i think we're going to try to have half the resort yeah, yeah. so by speaking of casualswinger.com slash travel with us uh, or if you go to that part of our website that's also where you can book for our room block for Nashville which is coming up now by the way you have to book by March 3rd which means you have two days from the time you listen to this episode yeah sorry about the short runway but like everything's probably posted at this point on our social media pages you have questions again hit us up we will have wi-fi while we're on the resort so if you have last minute questions don't hesitate reach out you know, immediately if you're interested. And FYI, all of these trips we're talking about, we don't make money off of them. We do them for fun. We want to meet people. We want to have a good time. Mm -hmm. This isn't about monetization for us. No, this is party time. So that's why we sell you dicks and (laughs) pussies. Rubber dicks. Rubber dicks and rubber. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Those rubber dicks and pocket pussies are brought to you courtesy of casualtoys.com. Oh, is that your DJ like stripper voice? There? voice. So stripper sad. DJ. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> it's anyway. so cute. I love it. It kind of turns me on a little. A little bit, right? No, but anyway, so we are going to Nashville and we're going with so many cool ass friends. We just found out that Sapphic won't be able to join us, but we Aww. are going to have our naughty escapades. We're going to have Euphoria Chronicles. We're going to have the sexy motherfuckers from Double Date Nation and New with Tags podcast. Is I am so excited to meet them. Yeah, they're really, really nice. We had just listened to their new episode and they did some heavy stuff in that new episode too. So I, I was just really, I'm really impressed with where they're going. I like how they're doing. Awesome. So they're going to be there. We're going to be at Menage on Saturday, April 4th. What is, what is Menage? Menage is a lifestyle club in Nashville and it's got all kinds of good stuff going on. They have stuff going on every weekend at Menage. It's very popular. Uh, they've had podcaster shenanigans there once before. Just a high, a high class, high scale, good time club in downtown Nashville. And it is right in downtown. Oh, that's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I, I think it's going to be just amazing. But remember, guys, you got to book 24 hours in advance for Menage. And again, our room rate, our block expires March 3rd. So go to casualswinger.com slash travel with us and get those details. Use code 2004 casual. Uh, that is the code if you want to book the Millennium Maxwell House to have a place to stay where all the other drunk swingers are staying. Uh, but we'll be uh, going to Menage with all those fun-ass people Friday. Or we're going Saturday. Then Friday we're going to be downtown partying. Is that a, like a throwback to when I graduated high school? Oh, shut up. You, <laughs> you millennial you. I am not. I'm not. I'm just 
giving my yeah no not even close come on just say college should be free once for me i want to hear it oh don't even get me started (laughs) you're gonna give me flashbacks to the whiskey myers concert that's awesome so anyway we've got that going on we've got of let's see fomageddon is almost completely booked up by the way the, the host hotel Oh they yeah, out sold the out. They're, they're sold out. I mean, it, it's a testament to Ray and D. They do such a great job. They're so active in the community, and I haven't had the pleasure of going, but I'm looking forward to August because they throw a badass party. They do. Uh, and Word on the street is well. I I can't wait to just see how the pros do it. We talked about this last week when we recorded. I I just I'm looking forward to seeing these guys in action. I know how hard they work when they're not supposed to be working. So I can't wait to see what this thing. Turns yeah, it's into. amazing. Then Podcast Palooza is coming up in May. That one's over eighty percent sold out. Um, we have people coming, dude. We have people coming from Costa Rica. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Dominican and a few other places. It's just nuts. It is. So can I just say how uh, grateful I am for the experiences that we already have scheduled for this year? I'm Something stunned. So FYI, I know it sounds like we're, we're pitching a lot of this. It, that's not our intention. We're just really excited to, to get out and do things that surround the lifestyle and, and people that support the community. We had a delta in our life when we were between homes, right? We moved, mm-hmm. we got here, and we spent a long time. It was almost a year and a half with this this inactivity that happened just because of lack of resources or time or whatever it is. So I, I kind of feel like we're making up for lost time here. Oh, I, I know we are, but, you know, it's, it's just kind of strange because I know – during the first year of Casual Swinger, one of the most common pieces of feedback we got from from new listeners, which we appreciate every single last or, or both of you, whatever, <laughs> but we can, we really appreciate all of you. And the thing that I heard the most from you guys was, well, let us know where you're going to be so we can go. And so that's kind of, you know, this year we've really focused on making sure we tell you guys every time we leave the house, pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to start sending my geolocation. Right. <laughs> that's Follow Mallory be. here. Yeah. Right. But that's probably creepy. I shouldn't do that. Yeah, right. That's the it's last weird. thing you need at the gym is somebody being like, hi, entertain me. I could have fun with that, though. You could. You're I dirty. really I am. I'm twisted. <laughs> Something something's amiss up there in this brain of mine. Uh, many, many things. But, you know, guys, if you are interested in podcast to Palooza, check out podcast dash a-palooza.com. Like we said, it's 84% filled out, which means you have very few opportunities remaining to jump in on what, what I honestly think is going to end up being the event of the year in the lifestyle. I think people are going to talk about it in ways that is going to create FOMO like you've never seen. Yeah, I, I have to say with with Kate's planning and her organizational capabilities and her research and dedication to this project as a whole, dude, it's just, it's going to be mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. She has every corner, every facet covered. Speaking of every corner and every facet covered, we're going to talk about kinky stuff today. This is talk kinky to me. That's what our episode is. Today. Yeah, it is. And yeah, it is. All but about Mallory. I I hate to because no, I totally want to pick up on this, but we had a conversation earlier today, and I'm still a little bit confused. So I need some clarification. Yeah. So. What the fuck is steak and blowjob day? <laughs> <laughs> like See, I forgot all about that. I just transitioned straight to the kink, but hey, you know, February 14th is Hallmark Day. 
It's that day that we're all expected as guys to buy flowers, take you to dinner, tell you we love you, and, and schmooze, right? Chocolates and little edible panties and all those things that really make you feel special. Guys deserve a day too, don't you guys? I think you deserve a day. We all think you deserve a day, and that's where March 14th comes in. Okay. M- March 14th I'm, I'm... is International Steak and Blowjob Day. Okay. Back this truck up. <clears throat> I do love my chocolate. I can do without the edible panties. I don't want to go to a panties. restaurant. Exactly. I don't want to go to a restaurant on this holiday because they're always packed. Like, seriously, some sex, maybe some wines, a foot massage, a little, or, or whiskey. Whiskey's great. I would have let you massage my feet on Valentine's Day. That no, no. How do you get a massage on Valentine's Day and blo- you, steak and blowjob? Do I get the blo- do I get to give the blowjob to somebody else and eat steak? Is that is that what that is? <laughs> That's my luck. <laughs> we go out for steak and blowjob day. Another guy gets a blowjob. No, I do think it's a it's a cute idea, and I've seen like the trend. I think last year, the year before, is the first time I noticed it because I can be so oblivious at times and. It's it's funny to me, and I, I'd love to embrace it. I Well, I plan on embracing it, and we're embracing it on Casual Toys. If you go to casualtoys.com between now and Steak and Blowjob Day, which is March 14th, 2020, between now and then, you can get virtually anything in our store for 20% off, and you use the code STEAK and BJ. That's STEAK ampersand BJ. Does that code work on what you got the other day, the FS1 or F1S? What is that? What is that thing? It's It came with fucking driving gloves. Oh by, my, the I, thing that's by why Lilo. I took a picture of it and put it on Twitter because I bought this toy. It was literally a lark. I was buying stuff for Hito. And the way it works is I have to go over a certain amount or I pay a service fee. So I went ahead and bought this new toy from Lilo. And it's called the F1S. And it's supposed to be kind of like a race car for your penis. And it's a masturbator that you you put over your junk like a flashlight, but it has motors in it. And it has a uh, kind of like a, a percussive motor in it. It's got okay, a Okay, like at the, at the end of it. So it's like a, it's a cylinder. Yeah, and it does yeah. all kinds of wild shit. And it's got an app and it's Bluetooth I, enabled. You brought it into the room with the gloves. I was like, why the fuck do we need a new Alexa? Right? It really <laughs> looks like an Echo I, Dot. It does. Well, like no, an the echo, tower. Like an Echo, not yeah, a Dot, the a tower. Echo, yeah. I was like, if you're fucking an Echo Dot, man, you really do have a cheese wheel. Hey, Alexa's got a sexy fucking voice, okay? <laughs> but so this this thing, right, I bought it, and I, and then I opened it, and it's got fucking driving gloves in it. I'm like, and you look so at me and funny. go, Rubbin's racing, Harry. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm done. It does. It does look like a really badass toy. Like I, like I'm not gonna lie. I'm such a kid. I stuck my fingers in it to kind of feel like how the texture is and hold it, see how heavy it is. And because like, if I was a dude and I had a dick, as far as a masturbator goes, you don't want it to be like obstructive to the goal. Yeah. Well, you can buy. There's a version of it that's got a window in it, so you can see your dick going through the car wash. Which I really don't understand huh. that aspect of it, and you pay well. Extra if for I, it. I'll tell you what, though, if I was watching, that would be cool. Okay, I'm well, just saying. Like right. as a private event, I totally get the the black mat like outside of it, but I'm not gonna lie. I bought the black mat version because it was in stock, so I probably would have okay, bought the, ra- the Ferrari red version. I would have bought that because the other one is like Ferrari red. 
Yeah, it's going to take everything I can not to watch you use it for the first time. Like, or. Oh, no, I plan on us like trying it out together. Let's let's make this a team sport. Okay. Okay. I'm so in and I promise I'll be good and I won't make any jokes. You can drive the app. <gasps> oh, my God. So, yeah, that's I'm the Lilo so F1S. And we actually do have like 10 of those but who things gets to Who gets to wear the gloves? Can oh. we each wear one like Michael Jackson? Oh, let's do it. Okay. All right. I'll sing Billie Just, Jean while I'll you sing, ride this thing oh, up and down my dude, cock. Oh, dude, come be on. Fun. Beat it. Come on. <laughs> Come on. What the fuck is wrong with you? So let's talk kink for a minute before we yes. got to bounce out of here. Yes, I'm so excited about this. And thank you so much for entertaining this and supporting this. Um, I, I had the pleasure of being introduced to a woman named Nookie. Nookie is a content creator, an entrepreneur, business owner, founder. She um, has a website called Dating Kinky that's based on the kink lifestyle, right? That covers obviously many genres of kink. Um, that's going to be launched in March, but she has a free webinar that's happening March 8th and it's an all day event with so many different categories and subject matter and panelists and speakers. It's women centric and it starts, I think at 8am Pacific goes all day, all day long. Um, I am on a panel, which I still, I still can't believe this. What's the name um, of your panel? It is uh sluts. Trollops and Tramps, oh, Women in Non-Monogamy. Yeah, Women in Non-Monogamy. And uh, my co-panelist, or one of them out of the four of us, is Venus, who's been a guest on our show uh, twice so far. Yeah, that's just amazing. So Nookie, like, who has one of the coolest names ever. I'm sorry. If I'm talking to a sex-positive woman named Nookie. Nookie. Uh, yeah. Come on. That's just kismet right there. It, it, but, it really is. Uh, it, this thing is going down on March 8th, which is International Women's Day to start with. But now we're calling it International Kinky Women's Day. That's true, because Mar March 8th is Women's Day. Yes, it is. Yeah. So this is a big deal. Uh, guys, you want to tune in for this and you want to hear more about what's coming up right here next on Casual Swinger. Over the next 45 minutes, you're going to hear from Nookie, who is the founder and the head of International Kinky Women's Day. And before we take you guys out, I'm going to skip the Casual Swinger and where to find us. Um, if you're interested in this free webinar, go to live.internationalkinkywomensday.com. There you go, folks. You'll find out more about how to catch up with us later. But in the meantime, enjoy this conversation we had with the amazing Nookie. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. Mallory here. And uh, Mickey. And we've got a very interesting episode for you folks today. We have a special guest, Nookie. Nookie is the founder of Dating Kinky and International Kinky Women's Day. Welcome to my world, Nookie. How you doing today, darling? <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you both. <laughs> it's my only opportunity to call it my world. I can only call it a man's world like one time and not die on this call right now. That's so. true. You're out of my reach. <laughs> You're too far. <laughs> well, welcome to Casual Swinger, Miss Nookie. We're going to talk today about International Kinky Women's Day. This is uh, this is one of those times where Mickey gets to sit back and hear about all the amazing sex-positive women and all the cool things we've got coming. And the beautiful Mallory is going to be a panelist on this thing, right? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I love it. That's Sing basically it. how I sounded after I got off the phone with her after that discussion. Super excited. Yeah, you were so jacked over that. And of course, Cacolder's Venus is going to be there, who we just had on the show last week. So yep. that's going to be awesome. So we're so excited to talk about this. Uh, you know, I think what we should probably do is is kind of give some background on on what you're doing and and kind of everything that you do that surrounds kink before you ladies really get rolling. My name is Noki. Um, I've been doing the kink thing for a really, really long time. And I run datingkinky.com, which is a site built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. Um, so the idea is to be the answer to, um, we've got our, our vanilla sites out there. We've got our swing sites out there. Um, we don't really have anything that sort of crosses over into the kink without it being super sleepy, right? So that's that's kind of where I'm coming from. But I originally started as an educator. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So I kind of thought, I want to bring people together and I want to teach them how to be together more successfully, whether it's friends or play partners or lovers or marriage, lifetime, whatever you want to call it. Absolutely love it. So... You started Dating Kinky, and is that live now, after, like, post-beta? It is live, so we're in version two of our um, prototype, and we've got around 45,000 users in there right now, and then once we get this version three out, which will hopefully be in the next couple of weeks, then we're really going to start promoting and really focusing in on all the things that we can do because it's been it's been a road but it's been a lot of people in there telling us you know what they want to see from a site as much as you know me sort of creating this piece you know of a piece out of my head well that's kind of neat right it because is very neat. there are alternative sites out there alt.com fat life things like that so uh -huh. when you created dating kinky what was your goal what were they what were people not getting in your opinion that you thought you could bring to bear with something like dating kinky well one thing to keep in mind that goes along with the whole topic of this episode is that i am a woman in kink um and i've been using kink sites i mean i was i was a fet life member the first year that they got going um so i've been using kink sites and kink dating sites and regular dating sites pretty much since they started you know i even hung out with the pickup artist community back in the day and no way learned from them. <laughs> that's no, great no, I did. I that's did. great um in fact one of my dear friends i i met through the, the pickup artist community and i ended up david shade he does like male dominance masterful lover stuff and then through him i met the guy mark cunningham that i went to thailand with and did a um, sexual hypnosis and slave training seminar. Oh my so gosh. How cool is that? All of these things, you know, come together to give me a perspective. And part of that perspective is the fact that I am a non-man on dating, right? Because a lot of men get onto dating sites. And the biggest challenges with, uh, for men on dating sites is getting a response, right? You know, okay. Finding the right way to reach out to, you know, the bootsy of their dreams. Whereas the challenges for women on dating sites is often we join and we're inundated by messages that many of them aren't very nice or once you say, you know, no thank you, devolve very quickly. Yeah, or the right? standard like, hello, here's an unsolicited dick pic. Yeah, it's like someone's throwing yeah. hot dogs at your face just <laughs> yeah. repeatedly, like yeah. rapid fire yeah. hot dogs at yeah. your face. 
Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, and Mallory, I mean, you saw the my response to an unsolicited dick pic. So, um. love that <laughs> best response ever. It by really the way. is. Hey, yeah, that looks smaller yeah, than mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The video is outstanding. Smaller than nearly all of mine. Yeah. Um, oh, but, right. You have an assortment. So the idea was to create a site where it wasn't like, and then you've got Bumble out there, right? Which is like, we put women first. And I don't want to put women first either. I don't want to put any gender first. What I want to do is I want to create a site that by its engineering gives an equal and level playing field to all the genders. Essentially, what I want to do is I wanted to create a kinky site that it isn't a race to the bottom of the barrel as far as like behavior goes, right? Like it's, it's, it's about being in control of your online experience. I can't tell you how many women, and I'm one included, who have said something along the lines of, the next time I get a message from some person bent over spreading their gaping butthole, I'm going to scream. <laughs> Unless that's your thing, in which case you're collecting. I mean, even if it's your thing, if this is the first message, hi, I'm Sean, lovely to meet you. Well, it's lovely to meet you, too. Butthole. Um, you know, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a face picture. Obviously, we respect everybody's privacy, but it can't be an explicit picture. I Wait, love this. Right. So you're bringing a lot of control from a, a personal user's perspective as well as class to dating kinky. Yeah. So that's I, I, really I exciting. It so it's let, all about consent. Let's talk about that. And we talk about consent because I know we talk about that a ton in consensual non-monogamy mm -hmm. and kink and places like that. Mm -hmm. Let's address for a minute just kind of how the growth of consensual non-monogamy and people embracing their kinks, how are those things affecting dating uh, as, as whether it's online dating and how are they going to change people's behaviors over the next one, three, five years in your opinion as an operator of a site? Um, there's, there's a lot of things. First of all, um, the idea that people can be both couples and individuals or actually I should say all three couples, individuals or families and still be open to, you know, happy, sexy, fun times or, um, friends with benefits or, um, romantic, non-sexual partners or play and in kink. You know, it's not necessarily about the sex. You know, sometimes it's just about the play mm -hmm. uh, or the service, for example. And so I think you're going to see a lot more of that, which is one of the reasons that we're doing things on, um, you know, similar to Facebook. You know, you can add a relationship with somebody um, and note, you know, I'm in this type of relationship with this person and yet I'm still looking for these things. But also more, um, we've actually put in relationship styles um so again in the filters people can say you know i'm looking for somebody who matches these relationship styles and if the filter says okay then i want somebody who is either monogamous or sexually monogamous then it would filter out the ethically non-monogamous polyamorous um, swingers open um, closed group or family type relationships and the discreet folk. 
right? So you can actually say, you know, these are the things that I'm open to connecting on or with. And if you don't match these, you know, you're, you're going to end up going into my filters. Wow. That's crazy. So am I going to need like a site map to figure out how to filter all these things? I mean, cause <laughs> it sounds very high level, but I uh, just poking around some of the things you've done, everything seems very streamlined and very clean. So as complicated as it sounds, I'm going to assume that it's a little more intuitive than that, but I love how it's uh, strategic in the efforts and desires of that user or that couple or whoever is the member on the site. So that's great. Is there anything else as far as, you know, what we should know about the site, how to check it out when it's official launches? You can check it out now. It's at datingkinky.com. The official launch is early March. I'm hoping it'll launch before International Kinky Women's Day, but I'm not terribly worried. I mean, right is more important than immediate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sure. No. When it comes to this, because of the, you know, the ease of use and, you know, I'm guessing that when we do launch it, you know, there is going to be a lot more complexity to it than there was um, in this previous version. So, you know, we're going to launch and then we're going to streamline a lot, you know, once we get people in there and we get, we find out how people are actually using all of the features that we've put in, right? You know, that's, that's going to be critical as well as, you know, making sure that, we know how people are using these relationship styles. Are they asking for another relationship style? Are they wanting to say, um, you know, maybe I want to choose both ethically non-monogamous and polyamorous, or, you know, I want to, I want to be able to expand my options because I don't fit within a neat little box. You know, those are the types of things that we're going to have to figure as we go. Right on. Well, yeah, we're looking forward to the development and the continuation of dating kinky. Yeah, I, ah, very much you. so. And and I do I do want to ask one quick little thing as it as it relates to dating kinky because I think this matters because we've talked about it for a few minutes and we've talked about what it is. But you when you created this, um, there's a listener out there somewhere right now who's either looking for something uh, or they want to be found. If that person <laughs> is listening and they want to be found or they're looking for something, why would they come to dating kinky first? Okay, there's a couple of reasons. First of all, because um, I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the best it. answer. And her name is Nookie. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's um, awesome. And, and because I'm trying to do good for the community and supporting good for the community is is important. Um, because we're growing. You know, we've got new people joining us every day. And that's super exciting, even though we're still in prototype mode. Um, and because as we move forward, this site is really all about our users. So as we relaunch, you know, we've got a suggestions box where people are going to be able to vote. And we're taking it very seriously um, that we want to provide a site that makes people feel both safe and excited about the possibilities. That might be a difficult balance. But it's one that I'm really, really driving for. You definitely have our support on this end. Thank you. Just something like as simple as, you know, if somebody's bothering you and you report them, you know, we'll take care of it. You know, super, super simple. We can't hand, you know, we can't make sure that everybody that gets in there isn't a dork or a jerkwad or, <laughs> you know, uh, a mean scammer or whatever. But as soon as they're reported, we can hop right on that and make sure that things are taken care of. And so, that's a pretty critical factor, I think. Yeah, I'm hu- huge on customer and member services, so that's fantastic. 
So now that we've kind of covered that, how do you feel about giving a little background on yourself personally before we segue into what International Kiki Women's Day is and how people can access that and grab resources? Because I I like to tell everyone's origin stories. You said you've been in the kingdom for quite some time. Can you give us a little background? Did that come from like a lifestyle relationship? Was that an accidental discovery for you? And and what is it? What is your kink? Okay, so... um I actually grew up with twinksters. So, it, you know, they didn't, they didn't like indoctrinate me or anything. But once I got out into the kink world, I'm like, oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Oh. Us, us too, actually. That's where, that's where our names came from on this podcast. <laughs> that is true. We're natural born swingers. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, both, nice. Our, both, both of our are. parents, both of our parents were swingers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So mine were the the swingy with the kinky people like so you know the um i grew up with i knew gay people i knew a woman who had a boyfriend and a girlfriend and wore leather i knew a guy who liked to you know dress up in women's clothes and none of this seemed odd to me right this is this is just people um so when i found the kink scene in new york city at the age of 19 um I walked into the vault and I felt like I was home. Wow. Um, which was really awesome for me. And um, I started out with a lot of S&M stand and model. And then after many years, stand and model. Um, <laughs> I realized that I, I really enjoyed the mental aspects of this. So at this point in my life, I am a dominant woman. Um, Mom told me I could be anything I wanted to be. She was wrong. I thought I wanted to be a switch. I am incapable of submitting. So scratch that. Fair dominant. enough. But I call myself a dominant switch in the sense that um, my dominance is how I lead my relationships. But when it comes to activities, I can top or bottom. I'm more of a hedonist. If it feels good and we're having a good time, let's do it. I just happen to be in charge of my life and my partner's life. And then I also tend to be a leader within, you know, my tribe and my community. Um, and my primary kinks are behavior modification, thus the hypnosis travel that I did over to Thailand. Mm-hmm. And like Venus, I'm a cuckoldress. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. There's yeah. more of them. <laughs> there's a, there's a ton of them. Be very afraid, oh, gentlemen. Yes. Yeah. Be very afraid. No, be very excited. Be very, be very excited. excited. There's plenty to go around. <laughs> this is it's so a great. Thing. So a lot yeah. of times when when I've had conversations like, especially one on one, as I'm talking to you know other women as we're meeting in the lifestyle within this community, they've had to like break you know, maybe some internal glass ceilings or overcome obstacles because, you know, we're we're kind of raised to not embrace sex. It's kind of shameful. Mm -hmm. So not only do we have to get over that, but if you have kinks or little twists and turns in your sexual desires, a lot of times we stifle that down. So it sounds like when, when you came into it, you were already exposed to, you know, normal. And mm-hmm. when that veil lifted, you were, it was an ah moment, right? Angel singing, you walked into the vault and, and felt perfectly <laughs> at ease. So it's really beautiful to hear that. Interestingly enough, though, there's, there is a little something I can, I can add to that glass ceiling thing. And so when I was in my teens, uh, 
um, exploring my world. Um, I tried at one point somewhere in there, I tried a one night stand mm-hmm. and I got off. I mean, I, I had never not gotten off during sex. I was very lucky that way, but it was like, I got off, but eh. I mean, he was cute. He was like from Brazil. He was visiting the university. He was going away. Fabulous. Right. But it was just like, meh. so I didn't ever do another one night stand in between that. And my pet, my current partner, um, I had a husband and I had a relatively long-term boyfriend. So for a total of about 22 years, um, I was effectively monogamous, even though theoretically both of them were, were poly. I was just, I was very busy and I wasn't really going out and looking because I really needed that deep connection to make anything happen. And that just, it seemed like too much hassle, right? <laughs> And Fair. Um, okay. So, but both of them, even though they were both theoretically poly, by the end of the relationship, both of them had gotten quite jealous and a little possessive. Um, when I met my pet and we started connecting really deeply, he mentioned this cuckolding thing. And my first thought was, it's a trap. Don't do it. It's a trap. me into this shit. And then when he gets mad at me, he's going to turn into my exes, right? He's going to go from, yeah, baby, this is so hot. This is so wonderful. I love your sexuality to, you know, slut. Yeah, which (laughs) I I find is an endearing term these days. But I'm with you. Like there is that fear, especially in the beginning when it's not something you've experienced. You're you're really scared that someone's going to weaponize it and, you know, turn it against you. Yeah. Say it with me, gentlemen. We love sluts. Yes. We love sluts. I love sluts. Like I call I call my pet a slut all the time. I'm like, oh you dirty little slut. Um, I love it. It is so wonderful. (laughs) Like he's so crazy. He's the most adorable slut ever. Um, So, you know, it's we have a theme here, Mallory. I I mean, for people that have been following Casual Swingers since the beginning in season one, we had Beth Liebling from Darling Way Boutique in Houston, Texas on on the show. Yeah. And she coined a term that we call BMS. And we still talk about it here on the show. BMS stands for boring married sex. And she said she had a lifetime of boring married sex before she seized her sexuality and she became something else. We had Nicole, who was a unicorn on the mm-hmm. show, who had boring married uh-huh. sex and she seized her sexuality after her divorce. We had Cacoldris Venus on the show, who has had some really revealing sexual experiences that have turned her into who she is. And now we have Nookie from Dating Kinky, <laughs> who has also seized her sexuality after... Please don't divorce me and go seize your sexuality. <laughs> I am seizing my sexuality. You you are absolutely the um the levy that opened right for me. Because oh, I was always I, I even though I was exposed to other things growing up, sex for my parents being swingers, it was not really talked about. Yeah. Like it it just wasn't uh, something yeah. to this day. Like my dad gets like now he's in overkill mode now that he knows everything. Oh, so like and right. he really points, wants to talk about this shit in front of us way too much. Very much so. Very like <laughs> Mickey will do something and my dad will wink and be like, "Hey, that'll get you a blowjob." I'm like, "Dad, please." <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I got a I got a dad story. I got a dad story. Okay, so let's shoot. We're hanging out. We're hanging out one one holiday, and my stepmother had run 
watched a local munch for years in this area where they're living. And so I said to him, we're hanging out uh, four or five years back. We're hanging out. And I say, so is, you know, my stepmother still running this munch? He said, no, we pretty much, you know, stepped back. And I said, are you like in the kink scene at all anymore? He says, ah, I'm too old for that shit. I got tired of 22 year old snot nosed Dom telling me how to fuck my wife. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Damn, Dad. There's an eye opener for you. So, so, you know, it's funny because, you know, we talk about how we, we came into this and, and you've got, I think we probably all have dad stories. We could probably do a whole Twitter thread on dad stories. We really should. But you know, something that a lot of us in, in the lifestyle content creator space, which is a space now, there's so many fucking podcasts out there, but you know, Mm -hmm. one of the things we always talk about together when we get together is the questions we get. And we always get the same fucking questions. Like Mm -hmm. every, it's like, the, the most common question is always the same for us in the lifestyle content creator space, which is how do I get my partner to swing? That is the number one question. <laughs> we always get yes. it. So what we want to know from you as a kinkster and an entrepreneur and all the things that you are, I'm sure you get a ton of questions surrounding kink from newbies. So what mm-hmm. is their first question? And what do you think the biggest taboo is about approaching your partner about kink? There are a lot of hangups, as, as you know. I mean, swinging, kink, whatever. There are a lot of hangups about sex. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, I wouldn't necessarily say it's always the first question, but it almost always comes up, how do I talk to my partner about insert whatever kink is here, right? It might be um, cuckolding. It might be uh, a balloon fetish, whatever it is. Um, kink in general, I like to be spanked, um, whatever it is, you know, uh, (laughs) but really when it comes right down to it, and I, I talked about this, but like, I just, the book out that that I have out this month is called, so what is kinky anyway? And it's, you know, there's a section in there. How do I talk to my partner about this? And my first suggestion, requirement, tip whatever it is, is first you have to make sure that you can talk to your partner, like (laughs) that you can just talk about like regular sex. Mm -hmm. Do you know if you please your partner? Do you know if they feel like they please you? Do you know what their fantasies are? Start at the very basics, because if you can't answer those types of questions first, you can't be bringing up, hey, let's go fuck other people or, you know, hey, let's, uh, you know, spank each other's asses and then eat whipped cream, right? These, these things need to be, like, you need to have a foundation of communication before you jump off the deep end. You need to have created a space where both of you feel safe talking about your sexuality and your interests so that you're on the same page to begin with. And then the second thing, (laughs) the second thing (laughs) is realizing that you might have been thinking about this for the past three years, Mm -hmm. but to them, this might be the first time they've ever even thought about it. And that's so true. Already Mm -hmm. mentally, you know, 
jumped off the deep end and, you know, you're, you're taking the big dive and they haven't even stuck a toe in the water of the kiddie pool yet. Right. And pushing them along is not going to help. No, you, you're so right. You're so right. The foundation and communication is key in any relationship. I don't care how vanilla or, you know, uh, swinger you are or kink you are. That That is literally the foundation of it. And, it. and it can be challenging. And something that I think Mickey and I do well together is we ask each other questions. If there's something I'm wondering about, I'll ask, even if it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. even if it's a little strange at the time. Yeah, like, hey, what do you think of blah? And, you know, sometimes it's it's a little unnerving or takes you back a little bit. But Mm -hmm. I think having that that kind of existing relationship where there is no question that's a deal breaker. There's no thing you can say to me that's going to make me look at you and go, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) I mean, outside of why did you make broccoli and asparagus at the same time? Mm. No. Ew. Green shit. Mm, Bad. All the green stuff. (laughs) I I actually want to stop real quick. And because here on Casual Swinger, we do talk about a lot of things. But if you're listening to this show right now, you just heard something that actually applies whether you're a kinkster, a lifestyler, or you're just dating somebody or married to somebody. It has nothing to do with anybody else at all. And it's a really simple phrase that I want you to remember. I can't give you what you want if you don't know what it is that you want. You. Right. So that's the conversation we have to have. Mm -hmm. Hey, what do you want? Right. So and this is why it's so hard, actually, for, you know, Mallory and I have been in the lifestyle for almost 14 years together. And when we meet couples that are just starting out, we meet them all the time. We love hanging out with them. But it's really hard to play with a couple that's brand new in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's hard to play with them because they don't know what they want. And we've been doing it so long. We're pretty good at what we want. We know what we like. We know what we enjoy. But so we have to go as slow as the slowest person, which is totally fine. We don't mind. We love the people that we do hang out and play with, but it's difficult. So when you're talking to Uh your partner and what Nookie was saying out there, guys, make sure you go rewind, listen to it again. Listen to what they're saying. Listen to what they want. And if they don't know, they're going to have a hard time expressing it to you. And I think that was huge, Nookie. And I think that was important to reiterate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, know what you want and if you can get to the point where you're able to talk about sex, no matter what, like you could be, you know, walking down the, the aisle of the grocery store and you're like, oh, hey, I read this article today. What do you think about? Then you can really start diving into deeper stuff, right? Like sure. really like weird fucked up shit that's in the back of all of our heads. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, know, I'm with and you. And the, the front of mine in the safe space. It is. And one of the best things I think we did is this verbal contract with each other that you're not, we're never going to break this no matter what it is. We, it won't break it. So we're totally yeah. comfortable bringing everything and anything to the table. And it's hard to do. It's challenging at times because some, some things do take you aback and take time to, to mull over and, you know, we have to be comfortable with saying, I get where you're coming from and I want you to be happy. I don't know that I can be the person to give that to you. But, but by all means, right. go get it. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> that is the answer. Sometimes it is. And I love that. So I want to get into International Kinky Women's Day. So after yes. our conversation, I literally left there feeling like, damn, this girl's like superwoman. You're an entrepreneur. You're a content creator. You're an advocate. You love empowering women. You have great ideas. You're super articulate. Let's talk about 
the the resource you're providing here. What inspired you to create this day long webinar that focuses on kink, consensual non monogamy, as as well as a plethora of other uh, topics? Uh, I got a wild hair. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect that's how a lot of things happen in your world, Nikki. Oh, yeah. I'm going to yes, tie a guy up and so, beat his ass today. So I, I, I've i got a book scheduled for every month of this year wow. that yeah. I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And the book that's coming out in March is FLR, Femdom, and Women in Charge Relationships. So I'm fussing around. And, you know, one of our marketing goals is to create a webinar uh, twice a month that sort of supports whatever topic of the month it happens to be and blah, 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 blah. So I'm dicking around and I'm looking and I'm like, International Women's Day is March 8th. Internet, how cool is that? You know, we got a, we got an FLR book coming out in March and International Women's Day is March 8th. <laughs> And I'm like, and it's only like two months away. And the universe shown upon you. Yeah. Yes. So I, I just, I'm sitting there and my fingers take me over to GoDaddy and I'm like, international kinky women's day.com. I got it. Okay. And then I send a message to my team. So what do y'all think of this idea that I've already purchased the domain for and pretty much planned out in my (laughs) You and Mickey have a lot in common. Yeah, now's not a good time to shit on the idea. It's already (laughs) Um, And so I just, I said, okay, so we've got these resources. And interestingly enough, we had had one webinar when I came up with this idea. We had hosted one live webinar. And I'm like, okay, so an entire day of webinars live. And they're like, are you sure? (laughs) And and not just just live and all day, but fucking free. Like you have lost your mind. I am, I am incredibly lucky in that I have managed to gather some assets over the prototype building of my project that allows me to have up to 500 people per webinar or at a single time, but there's only going to be one running at a time. So per webinar with no additional cost to me ever. That's amazing. So I can pass that on to the community, right? So anybody who joins us live for any of these webinars gets to participate at no cost and learn and interact with other people and connect and hopefully make friends and learn about, you know, what people are doing out there, about your podcast, about Key Barrett's book, about um lady lee's uh kink venue the loft and you know these types of things and learn more about all of these amazing you know women in kink you know it's it's, it's celebrating the women in kink and the kink in women um and yeah so i'm like really lucky because i can i i made certain decisions that means that i don't I don't have to pay more in order to allow, you know, this to be free to people. And so I'm like, I get to celebrate women. I get to meet people like you, right? As a result of this, I get to educate and I get to do this to a bunch of people free. That I, I can't imagine anything better. Like this is super exciting to me. 
And it goes along with that, you know, I want people to be able to connect with one another. And this could be business. It could be pleasure. It could be any of these things. But I also want people to be more successful when they do connect. And that's why, you know, we'll be talking about um, finding your feminine leadership style. We'll be talking about, Mallory, you're going to be on Sluts, Trollops, and Trance. Ethical well, that's non-monogamy. I love right? it. Yeah. Super exciting. Um, giving women permission. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've also got uh, women who are submissive, slaves, consensual, non-consent relationships, um, teach rape play, and a woman who is a porn star. And they're going to be talking about how these, what most people would see as disempowering choices, have allowed them to be more of themselves and have empowered them. Right? You know, we've got a woman who's going to be talking about um, pleasure and shame and how they interact and moving past shame and then also using shame for part of your pleasure. And um, she's a woman in the pleasure guide from uh, Seattle area. And like, wow, like I'm just, I'm blown away by these things. One of my very best friends, I call her my hair dominant, um, <laughs> she's going to be doing uh, body care. And oh. so this is going to be, you know, yes, I saw that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or dominant care. You can, you can pamper your dominant or a dominant could do this for their submissive. Right. Like wow. I'm going to give you a really nice day. So, oh my gosh. I mean, I'm just so geeked out about this whole thing. I, I get that. And what I'm really getting from yeah. you, what I love that I'm getting from you is passion. I, like Passion is my oh. thing. And what I'm getting from you is this overwhelming sense of passion. And you covered a subject, by the way, one of our most popular podcasts we've ever done on Casual Swinger was one we did that we called Shame on You, Love God. And we actually had some lifestyle-friendly pastors on that talked about shame as it relates to the lifestyle and embracing your sexuality and your own nudity. Uh, And it was amazing. Yeah, and giving yourself permission because you're the only one that can do that. You're you're not seeking other people's approval or permission. You are the beholder of that. So I I love that, and I love that that we share a passion with you, it sounds like, because you're covering some of the same things that we find to be hot buttons, not just in the lifestyle, but in our own personal kinks. But what I want to know from you moving forward on here, because I want to get to your books, too, before we're done here, and we only have a few minutes (laughs) left. But I want to know, when it comes to International Kinky Women's Day, what does success look like for you? Is it a multi-year event? Do you want to see this happening again and again? Is there a particular yes. outcome that you're looking for? Is there a number of attendees? I'd love to be able to do this every year. Um, as far as attendees, I'd love to be able to reach as many people as would be interested. You know, I mean, if, if I have five people in every talk and those five, five people really get something out of it, that's good enough for me. If I can get them filled up so that we're topping out at 500 people, that will also make me very happy. I mean, this this is a first year. I figured it out two months before it starts sort of thing. So um, <laughs> whatever I do this year is a win already because it'll happen. Um, from there on in, I just imagine it growing and becoming more fascinating. Maybe next year we'll do one day. Maybe next year we'll do an entire weekend. I mean... I don't know. 
I, I love that. I mean, you could have taken advantage and capitalized and, and required a fee to access this, but I love that you're paying it forward, putting those resources out there, letting the conversations be had and let people tell their stories. And that's a beautiful thing. A free resource. Yes. Yeah. So if any of our lists, yeah, if any one of our listeners want to sign up and register for any of the all day webinars, I've already signed up for, I think, three. Um, it's live.internationalkinkywomensday, and that's women's plural, dot com. And we'll put that in our show notes and on Twitter. I, it's already on yeah. Twitter. You rock. So before I move on, is there anything you wanted to add about um, the event on March 8th? It's going to be super awesome. It's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about your books. You referenced those. So I feel like there's this huge tie-in with you, again, providing these resources on different subject matter, you know, even with Dating Kinky, right, the website. So you were telling me about this release of books, and I think you have like the next 18 to 24 months planned out with each one being released on specific subject matter and framing that and some of it being crowdsourced. Oh. Can we talk about that a little bit? So, yeah, I, for 2020, I decided that I was going to write a new book for every month. Um, because you're just so, so bored and you I, have nothing else to do, right, between the site and this event. Right, sure. Why right, not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's totally, that's me all the way. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I just had so many ideas. And I was like, well, it's going to take me 400 years if I don't get writing. So, it's, a, it, it, it's also, it's part of a master plan. Um, so, I'm writing these books, and I've been writing books, and, you know, throughout my career on various topics. I, I wrote on um, vanilla topics for a long time as well. Um, the site is actually free. Again, so you can be on there, and you can date, and you can send messages, and you can post pictures, and, you know, watch, um, read writings, and start discussions and upload audio, all of those things you can do, even if you're a free member. The plus membership just gets you, you know, a little bit more features, but it also gets you the library and the library is a new book every month, an online class. Um, and nice. then these webinars on demand. So if you can't make it live, you can still go back and get the webinars on demand and you can get them where we translate them into MP3 format. So you can listen to them like a podcast if you don't want to watch the video. So all of this sort of becomes for, you know, one monthly fee, it becomes value and education. So mm -hmm. like the January was the big book of acts. And like ASS, like the, my big ass. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, Just making sure. And the class is Learn to Love Anal, which is um, eight lessons plus three bonus lessons, all about, you know, really activating and taking advantage of all the potential pleasure in butt stuff. Um, we have a whole section February of butt stuff on casualtoys.com. Yes. <laughs> oh, butt stuff. It's so awesome. It literally is called um, butt stuff. I love that. Stuff is a great word, right? Like, it's just an awesome word. It is. It, it you, covers everything. Do you think you can kind of be tongue-in-cheek like that with some of your books and, and be a little bit funny oh, and still I educate people? I call it spear fishing for poop sharks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Tongue-in-cheek yeah, I mean, and spear fishing for, for poop me, sharks. For it is, it me, is it is all about being educational and, um, like, irreverent a bit. I mean, I take... I take butt health seriously and I take 
being sexy with butt stuff seriously, but you don't have to be serious in order to take it seriously. You can talk about the taint, the grundle, the bitskin, and you you can talk about, you know. The fleshy fun look, bridge. Look at these. The fleshy fun bridge. I use that one, too. That is my favorite from Cards Against Humanity. Um, <laughs> this is great. But, you know, you, you, you can do I, I even I even use let it go. <laughs> like I Elsa? I made a Disney reference in you, my butt book. You fucking <laughs> Elsa does. I did. I did. Whatever you do, um, don't let it go if I'm back there, okay? <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it's all about being accessible. And when you're super stuffy about these things, it's not as accessible. You know, a little bit of humor relaxes people and, you know, they, they, they're able to learn better, I believe. Um, you know, so... Like this month is like, so what is kinky anyway? And so our um, class for that starts tomorrow. And that is uh, a year's worth of weekly installments of kinksters talking about their favorite kinks. So like spanking and latex and, you know, so it's meet the kinksters. That's the, that's the class for this one. And then next, next month, FLR, Femdom, whatever, we've got a find your feminine leadership style class. And all of these uh, can be accessed on datingkinky.com? Uh-huh. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So let's do this. Let's let all of our listeners know where the easiest way to find the content you're creating is because it sounds like you're a constant resource of information. So I'd love people to be able to find you before we wrap this thing up because we have gone our full time here on Casual Swinger. But honestly, you've been so much fun to talk to. And I think that has everything to do. I know, it goes like this. Yeah, it goes so fast and has everything to do with the great resource that you are and what you created for this community. So take this time to let everybody know where to find you and the resources you create. Datingkinky.com. It's the easiest that you can access all of my social media accounts from there. Um, you can find my blog. You can see the books. You could join the Plus membership if you want to, um, which if you join before version three pops out, which will be sometime in March. I don't know when it is, but before version three pops out, VIP, all uppercase, underscore, member with a capital M, so capital V, capital I, capital P, underscore, capital M, E-M-B-E-R, um, will actually get you a 75% discount off of the uh, $20 a month for that membership. So it would be $5 a month forever. And my CFO said I could do this. Um, <laughs> You're like, I did get express permission <laughs> because I get a little rogue sometimes. Good. Yeah. See, See even the Dom has me, a master. That's he right. said to me that if he was going to be, you know, doing all this, I couldn't give everything away. So, you know, he helped me set the price and everything. And I asked him, I'm like, well, you know, could I, you know, give out, you know, maybe a couple just, you know, to begin with before we go live? Well, there you go. <laughs> I love that. I like, love that. Yes. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an experience with the amazing Nookie from International Kinky Women's Day, DatingKinky.com, an author of digital books that you can find on DatingKinky.com. All of this is coming to you from us here at Casual Swinger, but keep in mind the beautiful Mallory will be on the International Kinky Women's Day webinar. That's going to be on March 
8th. So after this episode comes out, one week after this episode comes out, you're going to be able to get this content. So by all means, tune in and check out my beautiful wife. And speaking of, baby, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us so we can get out of here. All right. We are Casual Swinger Everywhere, folks. That's Twitter. That's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're also on Cassidy.com, SLS, SDC, of course, Double Date Nation, and Quiver. You want to shoot us a message? It's podcast at casualswinger.com. And if you love us, please feel free to write a review on iTunes. And there you have it, folks. Make sure to check out the show notes where you can find this link that I'm about to give you. That's live.internationalkinkywomensday.com. Come see Cacoldris Venus and my beautiful wife, Mallory, along with a lot of other brilliant content creators who are there to show you some of the coolest stuff in the world. You've been listening to Casual Swinger.